You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. The other day I was going back and forth in the Instagram DMs with a fellow floral designer based on the other side of the planet, which just confirms my belief that technology is awesome. So awesome that we get to connect no matter where in the world either one of us is. So fun. But he was talking about how he started his flower business just over a year ago, and he's beginning to realize that being a florist and being a business owner are two very different things. And it's so good to be reminded of that because it's so easy in our industry to get swept up in all of the flowering side of things and think that it's just a matter of throwing a few things up on Instagram and the orders will just keep coming in. And y'all already know that that's not true (laughs) because that's why you're here. But sometimes I think it's so easy to lose sight of the fact that there are kind of three separate things at play when we are running a business. There is the skill and the craft of floral design as the trade, right? The profession of being a floral designer. There is the decision of being a business owner and a CEO and a flower boss. And then the whole thing is kind of complicated by the fact that we are human beings, And I know for me, I struggled so long because in our industry, all of the emphasis, all of the discussion, all of the workshops, everybody's teaching focuses so much more on the flowering side of things. There's very little support and specialist information around the business side of things. And I think the thing that truly changed the game for me was really understanding what it's like to be a human being that runs a business. And once we can kind of really dig into this idea of, huh, like being a business owner is challenging because of how our human brain is programmed. And as humans living on the planet, we are taught and we're kind of sold this idea that we're supposed to be happy all of the time. And then the minute that you're not happy, we're led to believe that there's something wrong with us right? If the fantasy is we're supposed to be happy all of the time and I don't feel happy, then clearly I, as the human being, am in the wrong. And I believe that this is compounded like 500,000 times in our industry because you can jump onto Instagram, you could jump onto TikTok, you could jump onto Facebook, jump onto anybody's even like their website. And what you'll see is the social media veneer And you'll see beautiful pictures of flowers and perfect studios and raving client reviews. And you'll see them promoting their latest blog post, where their work has been featured, the latest partnership that they've done, the latest collaboration that they're working on. And it's easy because our friends at Facebook spend a lot of money on a lot of people deconstructing the psychology of really getting these platforms to 
overemphasize the way that our brain works. And we have to remember that social media is just a minuscule little snapshot, a snippet of the real world of running a business. It's very intentionally a well-curated, well-crafted way to position your business. And because we, as the human being with the human brain, are wired for comparison, we compare our current reality, right, our current hot mess day-to-day with somebody else's presentation on Instagram. And we never stop to think, we don't even know to ask the question or remember to remind ourselves very intentionally that there are also human beings behind the scenes running those businesses as well. And I walked around for years believing that I was broken, believing that there was something wrong with me. And that was until I met my mentor and coach, Brooke Castillo. And I had always been into the world of like positive psychology and Oprah and trying to kind of reframe your own thinking and be really conscious of like who I surrounded myself with. And I didn't even really know much about the life coaching industry. I didn't know that that was a thing. And I didn't actually understand the science of the human brain, how we are programmed, how we are wired, how our brain is wired to avoid fear, seek pleasure, and avoid pain. It is based on efficiency. Your brain wants you to wake up every day and just keep doing the same things that you did yesterday. But when we can start to understand some of these concepts and start to apply them for ourselves, it's so incredibly empowering. And if you've ever worked with a life coach, or if you know any of the basic life coaching principles, one of the most helpful concepts that I have learned and I practice on a daily basis is that life is 50-50. It's really helpful to remember that we as human beings have a full spectrum of emotions, a full platter of feelings. But through our childhood, and I can see this in watching other parents parenting their children, we are led to believe that something is wrong with us if we have a negative emotion. And I think back to my parents who are awesome human beings. They are so loving and amazing. And I look at my friends who are parenting their kids, and I look at my brother and my sister, and I notice that it starts to become incredibly obvious how we kind of perpetuate that it's bad to feel bad, right? And maybe even if you watch, you know, a kid fall off a piece of equipment at the jungle gym, and then they go crying to mom, and mom's first reaction is, oh, honey, what's wrong? And it's such an innocuous sentence, right? They don't mean any harm when we say this to somebody. But it really starts to program in our brain those neurological pathways of anytime we are upset, anytime we kind of have a negative emotion, we're led to into that back thought process of something is wrong with me. I need to be fixed. And there's zero ill intention with any of this. This isn't about loving our kids and loving the children and loving our siblings and loving our parents. This is almost just default unconscious behavior that we have all grown up in. And when we are led to believe that we're supposed to be happy all of the time, we go out of our way to avoid any negative emotion and any discomfort. 
And it's that discomfort that is actually what we have to work through in order to create the results we want to create in our business. It's the discomfort that is the currency of us creating money in our business. And it's so like funny to me now, because I do literally imagine, particularly if you guys live in Australia, the process of signing up for a business in Australia is the simplest thing in the world. <laughs> like it's a country that wants everybody to have their own business. They make it so simple and so straightforward that I'm like, can you guys just put like a pop-up on the form that says, hey, do you really know what you're in for? <laughs> hey, do you really know that this is actually a roller coaster of emotions? And you're going to feel so many feelings that just make you feel really uncomfortable. But this decision of starting a business, we are confronted with our emotions every dang day. Working on your website, frustrating, irritated, annoyed, showing up on Instagram, fear, uncertainty, I don't want to make a fool of myself, and the experience of rejection that we feel on almost a daily basis right? Either you get ghosted by clients, somebody says you're too expensive, you hear the old ladies walk by the shop and they're like, oh my God, that's so much money. So then because of our conditioning, our brain literally goes back to the pattern of thinking that something is wrong with me. And then we jump on social media and we find further evidence to continue to support the belief that something is wrong with me, right? Because her business looks perfect. Her life looks amazing. She must really have her shit together. Clearly, there's something wrong with me. So what we end up actually doing is that we go out of our way to really avoid the negative emotion. We don't put ourselves out there. We don't even send the quotes over because we're afraid to feel the rejection. So we don't even know if we could even get the business, <laughs> which we can only really discover and kind of find funny once we kind of get out of our own way. But when you learn to continue to show up and you keep showing up despite the fear, despite the doubt, and despite the overwhelm, we keep showing up and we start to really embrace the fact and practice the idea that the human experience is 50-50. Owning a business is 50-50. And what does that really mean? I mean, very plainly, 50% of the time it's going to feel good. 50% of the time it's not going to feel good. Running a business is not for the faint of heart, my friends. This is like so crazy to think about. It's like, Kathleen, how do I build a six-figure flower business? Are you ready to feel your feelings? <laughs> You're going to be like, no. And I'll be like, okay, then maybe don't do this. <laughs> but this idea of being open to feeling negative emotion. Because if we think about it, and this is insane to me. It would be even more insane. Like for those of you guys who can speak multiple languages, this number is going to be even higher. <laughs> but in the English language alone, in the English language alone, there are more than 3,000 words to describe our emotions. 3,000 English words to describe emotion. Isn't that just insane? And like, even on the surface of it, oh, okay, so then we get to really start to study the subtleties between like the half of those 3,000 words, so those 1,500 words, which are going to represent some sort of like positive emotion, and then the other 1,500 words that are going to represent the negative emotion. 
but always remembering that nothing has gone wrong if you're sitting in an experience of negative emotion and that there is nothing wrong with you. At the end of the day, you're a human being. And in this body of yours, your 3,000 different English human emotions is something to be truly fascinated by. But nobody tells us, right, when you start a business that you get to experience the full spectrum of emotion. You're not going to feel good half of the time. I actually think in particular when you own a business, you're not going to feel good like a lot of the time. (laughs) But we do have these moments of like amazing elation because you get to learn how to feel incredibly proud of yourself. But like nobody tells us when we start a flower business. Oh yeah, like you're going to have fun. You're going to experience joy and elation and success and like being in the creative flow and true celebration and pride and goodness and love and abundance. Oh, and also you're going to feel anxiety, rejection, fear, doubt, annoyed, irritated, disappointed, courageous, brave, sad, mad, and glad. (laughs) Like literally the whole spectrum. And what's so good is that for every single one of us, the actual emotions in our body, it's going to feel different. I was literally like talking to a friend of mine the other day. We were kind of having this like totally tripped out conversation around, isn't it kind of crazy? Like, isn't it kind of crazy that once you start to really learn to pay attention to your emotions, that you can spot the differences in your own body, in your own being, of what it feels like to be irritated versus annoyed, versus angry, versus frustrated, versus impatient. Like the fact that we could sit down, we could all gather around and have a conversation And we could, for ourselves, delineate how each one of those emotions feels different for ourselves. Like that to me is so insane. And what is even more insane is that we're never taught this stuff, right? Like really how to feel our feelings. And instead, we're conditioned to believe that we're supposed to feel good all of the time and that something is, in quotes, wrong with us if we are experiencing a negative emotion. But like this is the real work that we get to go through in terms of creating the outcomes that we want to create in our business. And at the end of the day, you're not meant to feel good all of the time, literally. And I think particularly when you run the business, you are going to embrace what feels like some pretty uncomfortable emotions. And learning how to actually feel your feelings is a skill. Like I was never taught this stuff. I was never taught, yes, Kathleen, here's the purpose of feelings in your body. You have been handed and gifted with this human body. And this is how this whole thing works. And for every single one of us, we're going to have emotions that feel comfortable, that feel familiar to us. And then we're all going to have emotions that feel really uncomfortable and new and unfamiliar to us. And that is okay. So here's the thing. I want you to grab a pen and a piece of paper, and I want you to write down these questions. Question number one, on a daily basis, what are your three most common feelings? I shall answer it by saying this, scared, irritated, determined, literally. Yeah, I'm like, no, those are probably three pretty common emotions for me. But what's so interesting, right? Like scared, irritated, determined. There's going to be some of you that are like, no, thank you. (laughs) None of those emotions feel 
welcoming to me at all. And here's the thing. You're going to have three other emotions that you feel on a daily basis. And just allow yourself to be curious with it. And if you feel like you don't necessarily have the language to describe some of your emotions, just go on to Google and type in emotions. Actually, go on to Google. This is kind of an aside. But because we're designers and we're familiar with the color wheel, this might be helpful. If you go on to Google and type in emotional wheel, you'll actually see that people um, have created a visual diagram that looks like the color wheel that talks through all the different layers of the different kind of, I'm going to say categories. I don't know if that's the right word, but really distills it down into the subtlety. And one of the ways that I started to learn how to feel my feelings was I would look at some of these lists and I would very intentionally ask myself, okay, so what does irritated feel like to me? Like, what does this actually feel like in my body? And then I'd move to another emotion and try and figure out how that feels in my body. And I will invite you to be compassionate and patient with yourself because none of us were taught how to ride a bicycle. But nobody sits us down and says, hey, here's how to feel your feelings. So don't beat yourself up over not knowing these things. Seriously. So first question to ask yourself, what are your three most common feelings? Like what are the three feelings that you've had in the last three days? Question number two, why do you think you have those feelings? What are the thoughts that are leading you to each one of those emotions? So it's really important to also remember that your feelings are never caused by a circumstance. Your feelings are caused by what you're making the circumstance mean. Your feelings are caused by your thinking. So when you ask yourself, why do I think I have these feelings on a daily basis? It's always going to be driven by your thinking. Now, open yourself up to the possibility and ask yourself, what would you like your top three feelings to be? And I know it's easy to kind of think, oh, it'd be so great to just be like excited and joyful and happy all of the time. But I don't know if that's true, right? Because if we were joyful, happy, and excited all of the time, we have no point of comparison. We go through the irritation because the feeling of pride and the satisfaction on the other end of it is so much more energizing. So I will encourage you to really think about actually putting at least one so-called negative emotion on your list. What do you want your three feelings to be? The next question, why? Why do you want those three feelings? Remember as well, this is not an exam. There's no wrong answer here, my friends. Then the very last question to think about after you ask yourself why is how would your results change if you changed your top three feelings? If we know that by default, without a level of awareness and consciousness, we're feeling irritated, frustrated, and angry, if those are our top three emotions, what happens if you intentionally decided to feel irritated, frustrated, and proud? What would change in the results that you're creating if you change your top three feelings? Do you want to keep any of your default feelings the same? Do you want to change them all? And remember that you always have a choice. So grab a pen and a piece of paper and work through those questions. And this is just kind of the beginning of really understanding how powerful our feelings are. And remembering that the next time you feel disappointed or annoyed, confused, frustrated, overwhelmed, you're doing it right. 
because the human experience, like we have been born into these bodies, where 50% of the time we're going to feel good, 50% of the time we're not going to feel good. And that's okay. Because building a business is a direct reflection of that. Building a business requires us to embrace the fact that the experience itself is 50-50. And we're not going to feel good all of the time. We don't have to let the discomfort of a new emotion or a negative emotion stop you from pursuing your dream. And you also don't need to beat yourself up for having a negative feeling or having an uncomfortable emotion. There is nothing wrong with you and you are not broken. And I think about this concept a lot when I teach you guys about the idea of managing customer complaints, right? Because it feels crappy. (laughs) Like really, it feels crappy to receive a customer complaint or to have a disappointed customer. But that's what I want. I don't want to work in a business where I don't care if the customers are dissatisfied. At one point in my corporate career, I was working with Domino's Pizza I will tell you, my friends, like that for me was probably, I don't want to say it was like the lowest of the low, but really questioning, like, am I really using all of my marketing expertise to sell pizzas? Like a couple of you guys have heard me say the story before where it's like, it's kind of the equivalent, like for me and my values, it's kind of the equivalent of selling cigarettes to children. And I know that's totally subjective and that's completely just me and my thought process around it, but it was such an eye-opening experience in terms of, no... Like, I want to put my own expertise to work for me and my business, and I want to care if the customer is not satisfied. I want to feel the rejection in my body, and I want to do the work to really make sure Kathleen's brain isn't connecting somebody else's customer feedback with my self-worth. But I do, as an employee in my own business, I want to feel the rejection, and I want to help it, and I want to fix it. That's the kind of business I want to work in. That's the kind of work I want to put out into the world. And you get to decide, right? And really allowing ourselves to feel what it feels in our own bodies to feel rejected and to know that you still have your own back and that you don't have to beat yourself up over feeling rejected and nothing is wrong with you. You are not broken. All you have to do is give yourself permission to be curious. So the next time you feel a negative emotion, just pause, breathe it in, and name it. And if you need help trying to sort through all the different names of your emotion, right? If we want to learn more about what all the different English words are for all of the 3,000 emotions, jump onto Google and just go down the rabbit hole. It's really fascinating. Right? It's really fascinating work to be like, holy jamolies. <laughs> like, who would have thought in one language we have so many different words for so many different emotions? So go find yourself that color wheel because I find it really helpful. And go through and just look at some of these emotions and be like, okay, do I know how this feels in my body? And seriously, don't fret. Like if you're anything like me and you're like, Kathleen, I don't know how to feel my feelings. I am with you. This is something I've been very much practicing in the last couple of years. And just know it's not something that we're born with. It's a skill that we get to practice. Just like riding a bicycle, learning to sit with your emotions and just really feel what it feels like in your body. It would have been an amazing thing to learn when we were kids. 
but it's not too late, my friends. I'm also going to come back in a couple of weeks with an episode that specifically talks about how to feel your feelings, because I know for so many of us, the whole concept of like, I'm kind of scared to feel my feelings, or I don't know how to feel my feelings. I'm going to give you some of my favorite tools, my friends, to just go through that whole experience. And it's nothing to be scared of. But my mentor will always tell you (laughs) the secret to making more money in your business is to feel your feelings. It's like, feel the fear, feel the anxiety, feel scared, feel the rejection and keep going because there is nothing wrong with you. You are not broken. You're a human being that has the capacity to feel your feelings and it is your feelings that always drive your actions. So when we can learn to really sit and feel things like doubt and uncertainty and rejection and fear and scared and all of these negative emotions that we really want to push away, right? When we can sit with them and just be with them, no longer are we even like scared of the negative emotion because we kind of add on these layers. We have the, well, I'm supposed to feel good all of the time, so I don't want to feel frustrated. And then we're just afraid to also feel frustrated. So then we have to go through the feeling of being afraid to even get to the point of feeling frustrated. But just remember the human experience is 50-50. Running a business is 50-50. So go out there, embrace the power of your negative emotions, my friend, and remember that there is nothing wrong with you. And go out there and create some magic, make some money, drive safe. And I'll talk to you again next week. Bye for now.